pop song Singing to that highway song Got a little night smile That kind of drives you out Nothing like playing with fire Brings boy to life Be with the fuse you like Be good as dynamite Made my day when you walked into town Beside me whispering with your eyes Let's go You made me say Following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this 23rd day of August 2023. Today's show is, as always, brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Get 20 bucks off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Uh, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles and other podcasts available uh, throughout the great network as well. And thank you once again for making us a part of your day each and every day, uh, whether it be in podcast form or on YouTube or Facebook Live or whatever you guys are watching on. Thank you very much. Anyways, uh, yesterday, last night, the Chicago White Sox decided to make a make some wholesale changes at the top of the organization let, letting go of GM uh, Rick Hahn and longtime executive uh, vice president and former general manager Ken Williams uh, yesterday they got it done I'm not surprised by this at all not but I'm not going to also pre- pretend that I'm the uh, biggest white Sox knowledge guy at all but it to make sense that a team uh, that starts out with uh, with some higher expectations since at 49 and 77 you got to make some changes and sometimes the changes have to be made at the top when you start your season off seven and 21 as the White Sox did and didn't have a hope in hell uh, once that's once you start off seven and 21 your season's over uh, one month then you, you have to make some changes and they, the White Sox have chosen not to make any any changes they were very stagnant very stale throughout the season nothing going on 81 and 81 last year and they had pretty high hopes of getting back to playoffs after being in the playoffs in 2021 when they won the AL West or AL Central sorry and it's one of those things what that you need to uh, to find something that's going on and too often ownership sits on their hands and doesn't make any any uh, any moves at that point or at this point in the season and they blame it on maybe the uh, the on-field guy or they start bringing players up here and there and everywhere and figuring out what's what's wrong when sometimes it's right in front of you what the uh, the, the the problem is uh it's it, now that uh, you're giving somebody else the opportunity to clean up this mess and getting some outside eyes in to see what the problem is and maybe getting some voices telling you uh telling GM or the ownership group that uh, maybe there is some problems at the top and we need to figure out what, what this is and some outside eyes and maybe some uh, some people that uh, aren't uh, that were a little bit timid to say anything before because the the past regime has been too afraid to say anything or just wouldn't say anything because it just fell on on deaf, ear, deaf ears all the time you get a, a decent set of ears that that uh, will or eye, eyeballs that can get earballs uh, listening and everything else so it can kind of help a lot and move, moving uh, 
the uh, to top range guys is probably the best move that can happen with the White Sox in specifically that we're talking about here is that they have a payroll that is uh, well it's mid range throughout Major League Baseball it's actually number one in uh, the the uh, American League Central so that's not a problem whatsoever the White Sox yeah they don't spend uh, crazy money like the Mets Yankees Dodgers. Uh, uh, Padres and everybody else that you can think of in there, but that being, being a mid-range uh, payroll team in a, I, I don't want to say a small market, but not a, a, a huge fan base in Chicago. It's probably bigger considering the size that Chicago is, but remember they, they do share that town and they do share a fan base and all the, the two fan bases don't get along very well. They do share a, a baseball um, group, I guess is one way of putting it with the Chicago Cubs. It's a Cubs town right now, the way the Cubs have won a, uh, won a World Series most recently. Uh, but you, you look at the, the, uh, the White Sox who have won a World Series back in it's been in 2005 the last time that they, they did do it they won some pennants they, they, they've been there it had some chances to get to a, a World Series here and there but living in uh, past success doesn't do you a whole bunch of good uh, living in the in the in the now is what you need to do and living off of a World Series in 2005 which is 18 years ago that's a whole generation of baseball players so having these guys having Williams and having Han uh, say bye-bye see you later is probably the best thing that an ownership group can do at this stage of the season uh sometimes you just need to uh to liven things up a bit and, and you, you get a little bit stale and so it's it, you need a, a bit of a change at the top to get what's done and see what the mess that there is and see what it is because having these guys uh who made the mess who, who got the problem who create created the issue having them making decisions at this point of, of the year when it's obviously you're not going to make the playoffs or even make any any kind of a move whatsoever and having the guys who created this mess having them allowed to do so at this stage of the uh, stage of the season doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me or anybody else. It does, uh, and uh, you got to commend Reinsdorf for uh, taking the bull by the horns and saying, "Okay, thanks, bye, see, it's time to go," and having something a little bit different looking at different eyes, like I said, having different eyes and, and ears and watching things and get, getting to the bottom of what the mess is and seeing what it is that's actually in, in the farm system and actually what you do have on a talent base and actually getting into the books and seeing what the uh, the future may hold, the, the recent future, like the, the near future may hold because the White Sox were in a situation right now, they, they had a bit of a rebuild, but they had some players that were serviceable and, and have some guys that can actually have a... Uh, have a, uh, an impact for right now. Uh, you get the old guard running the things and people get a little bit timid to say anything, so then they don't. And, and that's a bad thing that any, any organization can get into. But so cleaning house up right now is probably, probably the only way you can possibly do it and make sure that th there is things moving forward because the team's not going to go away. There is investments in, there, in it. There is a ballpark that's still got to, got, got to put a team in every year so you can't just give up and say that's it and say year after year this is what we got because like I said, if you're a mid payroll team you're trying to win are you trying to win that hard who knows it was there of salary restraints probably probably as every team has them they don't have the deep pockets like steve Cohn does with the with the uh with the mets so you, you got to wonder what they're going to do next and how they're going to do it and maybe there were some meetings in the uh, in the in the last month or so that uh, maybe pointed all signs go it's time to to make some changes at, at the top and not keep make, making changes at the field level uh the field level man management change it always it always works no 
matter what, whenever they, you get a, a new uh, field boss, the, the team goes on a bit of a heater, wins four or five, usually wins the very first game of the uh, with the new regime in there. But they, eventually that just goes back to what it was. So rarely ha- is a, a baseball team the, the problem or the product, uh, the, the, the prob- problem on the field is ra- rarely the, the, the on-field skipper, the on-field manager, uh, the hitting coach, yes, the pitching coach, yes. But in general, it's rarely, rarely, rarely the on-field manager that is, is the cause of the problem. And the White Sox decided, you know what, let's see what the real problem is. Changing a manager now is only going to put lipstick on the old pig and uh, and, and and hide our hide our issues. So they went and changed the the top of the uh, of the the spectrum. Of what's going on there with the Chicago White Sox? Because uh, the thing is, with, with when you have these changes, and you have guys who've been around for a long time. Shit can only run downhill so so fast. It took me till eight minutes and twenty seconds this recording to uh, to swear. So I'm getting better better at that. But the crap can only run downhill so far, and eventually it piles up and it piles up and it gets so high that eventually it'll never get to the owner. Obviously, because the owner runs a team, but it's got to get to the sergeants right below the ownership group and see what the problem is. And that's what happened with Chicago. White Sox, and they they said, okay, well, there's a problem, and we got to change it right here, right now. Um, th- you know, they have some some talent, they have some really good players, they they have some uh, one of the best in baseball in Tim Anderson, but maybe he's part of the uh, the problem. And now that the uh, the, the the GM and the, uh, the assistant GM to the traveling manager George Costanza is gone, and the, the vice president of baseball operations, I'm talking now that he's gone, maybe Anderson doesn't have that person babying him anymore, and there's nobody else to blame but the players. So now now it's a situation where Anderson. Can, who's a bit of a nozzle, probably one of the bigger nozzles in baseball. But now it's like, okay, no more excuses. We're paying you a, b- a bunch of money. You can't go crying to daddy anymore when things don't go your way. You can't go uh, crying to grandpa anymore when things aren't going your way. It's time to play some baseball and get things going. They they have, they've made changes. They've, they've had some serviceable players in that organization, but it, it's just one of those things that you have to just cut the head off the snake and see what the problem is and what, what the, the, the uh, decision is moving forward. And with when you have a team like Chicago in a big market like that, you need to figure out, out a way to get it done. And that's what uh, that's what Reinsdorf did yesterday. And it's surprising. You always wonder how those conversations go when you have a guy who's been around for so long, like William has like so he's been around since two early the early 2000s i believe so they won that world series in 05 but you wonder how those conversations go you say like things aren't working and it's your fault because it, it is like you have to point the fingers eventually like i said you got to cut the head off the snake eventually and you have to say that, that's it we got to do something and reinsdorf did that yesterday when he stated that they were they're in a competitive window of a rebuild so the win win now kind of thing is there and to be that far below 500 to be in in, in a uh, just ahead of a team with the, the kansas city royals who were very, uh, very, very blatant, saying that they weren't going to win this year. And when you have a team who's in a in a competitive window in a win now kind of mode, like maybe not a World Series mode, but a competitive team mode uh, to make a playoff run when we we're barely ahead of a team that's trying to lose, basically, uh, that's not a good thing. So Reinsdorf, he said it: a change in their baseball leadership had to happen. Something had to be done, and it's not gonna, the owner's not going to change the thing. The chairman's not going anywhere. It has to get done at the high, highest level possible. And it's one of those things that needs to be done um, more consistently. I think uh, so when, when you see Reinsdorf uh, make that deal yesterday with the Chicago White Sox and saying enough's enough we have to move forward for our fan base for everybody else involved uh, for the players that, that we have signed long term we have to figure out what the problem is with the rest of the team see, see where it is with the, the rest of the organization see where it is with the farm system see it is with the baseball analytics guys see what the team actually has and then have a, a new set of ears and get a consulting group in there I guess I'm saying get a consulting group in there saying that you know what they're 
there needs to be a change. Here's what other teams are doing. Here's what these guys are doing. Here's what this team is doing. And get get new eyeballs and earballs and new voices uh, involved in that because that's the only way things are going to change and the only thing, think, way things are going to evolve. And if you don't evolve, and that's how evolution all, always works, uh, so if you're an ant or whatever it might be, only the strong survive. And you need to change, especially with the way baseball's uh, played now, all sports in general. If you don't do something where the, the teams are changing, the teams are making a situation better for themselves and trying something different and just saying this is the way it is, this is the way we've always done it, you, you're, you're not going to evolve and you're going to end up in a, in a heck of a situation where things aren't getting better. And it's just one of those things. So I got to commend Reinsdorf for making that change yesterday. I got to commend the White Sox and the rest of the however that, that conversation went. Yeah, Reinsdorf at the, uh, the top of the totem pole, obviously, but he has to pass that by or get get a lot of uh, conversation with other people in the organization of how this is all going to pan out and how it's going to pan out for the White Sox and the organization moving forward. And I think they made the right decision, uh, uh, changing things up at that level, get, get rid of guys that this isn't working. This hasn't worked since 2005 and what we, what we've been trying to do and the guys that, that we've drafted, signed, developed uh, free agents on and on. It hasn't worked for our team to be that. Cause like I said, to start off a season seven and 21, uh, that is a very, very, obvious situation there that this this team didn't have it right from the get-go and for them to just stand pat and say that, that, that we're okay uh okay isn't good enough for professional sports it doesn't work that way uh so i like i said i, I commend reinsdorf i commend the white Sox organization for making that change at this stage of the season with a month left saying okay here's what we got here's what we're going to do here's a, it gives the fan base the fan base a bit of hope for next year saying that we're, we're going to make some changes for next year we're going to have some things different for next year and it's going to start at the top and it's a commitment but by the ownership group, but by the White Sox and their and their remember when those pinstripes first came out? Those are the greatest uniforms. Everybody had those and those were black and white hats are fantastic. But it's a commitment from the from the ownership group. It's a commitment from the uh, the rest of our organization saying we're moving forward. We want you guys to come back. We're going to try something different next year. And I think a lot of teams uh, got to take a, a bit of a, a page out of the White Sox notebook. Uh I'm talking to you, Yankee, New York Yankees. That's where this is all going. Anyways, if somebody, all this sounds a little way too familiar, doesn't it, Yankee fans? Anyways, there's my rant for the day. And good, good luck to the Chicago White Sox moving forward. Here is a uh, little word from our friends at Seek. The foul baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Anyways, here's Brent's best bet brought to you by Bulldog. Make a play at Bulldog tonight. Take uh, Jameson Tyon. Chicago Cubs are at Comerica Park in Detroit and try to uh, hang on to that wild card spot. It's going to be a great race coming down coming down the wire. Take the Cubs to win tonight. The Mariners are uh, sending right-hander George Kirby to the mound today in Chicago to take on the Chicago White Sox we just talked about. Take the Mariners to win that game. It's all, yeah, and then tonight. In the Bronx, in New York City, the New York Yankees try to win or to uh, to avoid losing their 10th in a row, longest in team history since 1980, whatever the heck it's going to be, by sending Luis Severino to the hill tonight in the Bronx, take the Nationals to extend the Yankees' losing streak and uh, be uh, 
trouble in Pleasant Valley out there in the Bronx. Longest losing streak since 1945 against the 10 tonight. That's the Cubs, Mariners, and Nationals. Put down 20, win 109.70. Make a play at Bodog tonight by clicking on our personalized link. But if you're going to play, make sure you play uh, responsibly. Make a play tonight at Bodog. There it is, Brent's best bet brought to you by Bodog. Uh, click on our link and uh, make yourself some money to support the show in the process. Anyways, there it is for 14.20 uh, in the morning. Today. Thank you very much everybody who's listening to the show. We appreciate all the uh, support that you guys give us on a daily basis but if we can always uh spread our wings a little bit more and uh and get get the word out there a little more so make sure you guys subscribe to our youtube channel hit subscribe uh let's talk to other people about the show as well and uh just keep supporting the show we appreciate everything you do uh that's all i got we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys uh tomorrow morning have a good day folks we'll talk to you tomorrow you just listened to the 1420 sports bar podcast four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more we are part of the belly up media network let's get into it I forgot to say, it doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with. Have a good day.